Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to Expect Foolishness. All right, all right. I'm gassed. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gassed. Why am I gassed, bro? Bro, this is a special, special episode. Yes. We've got a legend on this episode, bro. Legend. Went to America, killed it. Took the, <laughs> no, took the game over as well. Because I was like, they're us. You know, like they, oh, they yes. went out there and they said, that's us. That's us. We know them. The pride. Yeah. The Go pride. On. Break it Shouts down. out to Natalie Stewart, the flow assist. The flow assist. One half of flow tree. Let's on. drop that right. Drop another one as well. Wait, hold on. I'm not even got the under bomb section, fam. Oh, you. This is why. Work experience. It's peaceful. It's peaceful. No bombs. Stop the bombing. Nah, 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 nah. Well, listen. Welcome. Thank you, my Welcome, really glad to have you. I just want to say mm. first things first, we have to get into it and tell the truth. Um, you're drinking, <laughs> you're drinking wine. And we can say Merlot, that's not We're drinking Merlot. Merlot. That's we're drinking we Merlot. There we go. And um, you saw Travis going through it. Because Travis, we <laughs> I asked didn't Travis. See. Listen, what did he do? Because usually when someone opens a bottle of wine, they're supposed to open it in front of the I didn't know there was a supposed to. However, yes. <laughs> he went to the privacy of the kitchen. <laughs> I and did, I you, did. No, Trav, I got you. He did 85% of the hard no, work. No, he didn't. You, you, wow. you missed the pacing. He had the thingy, and then this is when he knew it was wrong. He, he was so stressed about opening this bottle. Was in there. And he started pacing. I came to I came back and I just saw him walking. So like, let's just listen. put it this way. Travis is not an alcoholic. Let's put yes. it that way. It's a, it's and he couldn't open the wine. Let me explain from my side of the story, right? Yes. You bought a bottle of wine. You weren't confident opening the bottle of wine. I didn't know. Wine. I did my job. I Listen. done I done my percent of the you job. Did. You did. I you went did. out to the shop and find I found it and found glasses, bro. Let, let me land. Yeah. Let me land. He's even bought a bottle opener and he goes, Trav, are you okay handling that? I said, does that mean you're not okay? He goes, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> so I go into the kitchen. Yes, you did. Because I don't want to operate under the eyes of... Natalie's here and I don't want to I don't want to look like I don't know how to open wine it was okay and I know these two man they're ready to watch you fail at any moment and go crazy okay. it was okay and then did you open it though I go into the kitchen and I've I'm trying to figure out my way around the new bottle opener I've never seen this type of bottle opener before yes I figured it out as Wale was coming in and Wale, he got to finish Wale the job Wale handled the rest while perfecting everything else <laughs> you know I ran off not of Wale because Wale right. did what Wale does anyway anyway listen we we wanna we wanna talk about you. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanna know the we know that you don't do that much interviews and stuff. You don't do a lot of talking. You Which don't is hate. hilarious because when I was twelve years old, my mother told me to make sure whatever I do, I find a way to get paid to talk. Because I talk a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then so what so again, um, so what, why is no I looked at loads of interviews yeah. about from you, you talking about your just your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um I just I believe deeply there's a time to live yeah, and there's a time to promote and do all those other things as well, you know? Mm. So I enjoy living. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I choose, I, I choose what I do and I wanted to do this, you know? Come and on. I've reached out. I said, yeah, let's do this. This is yeah. going to be great. So that's, that's, that's it. Nothing, you know nothing crazy. It was a mad moment we had in the group, right? So you, you shared one of our videos yeah. and, I, and I screenshot it and I put it into the group and then KJ was like, What's this? I don't understand. I goes, bro, look who that is. This guy sends me a voice note. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you have to understand these, like, two out, like the two albums, but like your second album is me. It's just like, 
that you know that and he, he, it's the way you took I'll die that's my that's my oh that's my, I love oh, that that's, that's your jam oh, that's, yeah oh my that's all no, I was, to me. I was, uh, yeah <laughs> and the way you talk <laughs> and it's just like I'm with you I'm with you the whole time so when this video when I've got when he said you're responding to the stuff I was like really like I was locked in. I think I had it's the CDs. This is still CD CD era. CD yeah, era. CD era. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And that album is gosh. Two thousand five. Yeah, it's almost twenty years old. Um, well, look, put it this way: I am a huge admirer and supporter of Travis' mom. Yeah. Angela Lamar is one of my favorite people in the world. Yes. Um, which brought my attention to Travis. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge admirer of Travis's work, you know, and seeing what he's done and how he's gone about having an icon of a mother. Yeah. And manifesting his own lane. Travis, I don't know if you even remember this, Travis, but he um, came and performed at my first um, event, which is Flow Vortex, which yeah. is 10 years old this year. What's he help? Um, <laughs> which is... UK's number one poetry event. Let's go. No. So our paths crossed yes. back mm-hmm. then. And I just, you know, I love to see people, good people doing what they do. And yeah. then when I saw the podcast and you guys got me laughing out loud on the phone, <laughs> you know, doing my dishes and stuff. So I just wanted to make sure that, that, that Travis knew I was I was enjoying it and and I had to repost what I reposted and then Travel and I were able to reconnect and just yeah. chop it up a little bit. And he invited me on. I was like... <laughs> As we're, we're really, I ain't going to lie to you, we're really happy you're here. And one thing I want to ask though, because Travis has got, he's really well known on this pod for being really brave and really oh, like, like he's doing a lot. Like we call him heroic Trav here. <laughs> when he did that poem, Trav. when he did that poem, yeah. was he getting into the deep emotional Trav? What kind of Trav Listen, was all that? I'm going to let you know is Travis had on a suit. Oh snap! Oh, oh snap! Right. Yeah. Was it shiny? He was super shiny. No, it wasn't shiny. It wasn't shiny. No, it, oh, was, it was a fly suit. Yeah. Oh yeah. snap! Yeah, I really did. You guys were shooting that show at the time. Remember? Yeah. No, you know, I think there was twice. There's two. There's the one I did with Seb. Yeah, that's Seb, the, you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah but there's another time I came. I came and with another the suit. time when you came as well. Yeah, bloody hell! And um, <laughs> you guys were shooting that 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 show. I, excuse me, I can't remember the name of the show. It, um, it shall remain nameless because I do not want the Google I search. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just wipe it out of my brain? I have tried to wipe that from many people's brain. No, never that. Never that. It was. Nah, it, it was. was it's it a part of the story. Yeah, it's a part of the story. I'm looking for that show again. It's like if you, that's just how it has to be. So he delivered. He was in a suit. He was was heavy. there? Were the so was there? Were people swooning? Was it swooning? Was it what kind of Listen, what kind of vibe? Vortex is a is a is a very special event. Okay, yes. um, when I when I created Flow, I was taking a break. I was healing from my experiences that I'd had, which it, I mean, the the great outweighs the other, mm-hmm. but the other is always enough to mm-hmm. to heal from, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd taken a moment. And in my prayer space, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do more. And I was guided to what was the most important part for me of my career before I went to the States. And and by far, it was the open mic. It was finding Mm -hmm. the open mic scene, which I didn't know existed. I I graduated from the Brit School. I'm the first. Oh, yeah, um, Brit School graduate. 
Absolutely. I'm, <laughs> I'm the first intake. I'm a part of the first intake of year 10s at Brits. So Brits was open in its third year I, I get there. And um, so I'd finished Brits. I'd gone to uni because dad wanted me to. Mm. And um, yeah. <laughs> big up daddy. Um, and I quit uni. <laughs> we'll get back After to that. two first years. Because I was just ready to. You said two first years? Yeah. You did your first year twice? Yeah. I did two first years. Okay, um, the first, what, what happened? You didn't, the first one though, how does that happen? The first year comes out of my dad calling me at eight o'clock in the morning every day through my summer saying, have you changed your mind about uni? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I had the grades to do whatever I wanted to do, but I, I applied to, I, I went on teletext. Oh my word. Even I've, that stress of finding the number, <laughs> the slow, load. slow load. Oh. No, the people don't on, even know how I deep it is. I went on teletext one morning because I just couldn't take it anymore. My dad um, at the time was living in Saudi Arabia. I'm an army brat. Mm-hmm. We mm. did the army. I was born in Germany. I started yes, school in Yes, we learned Kong, that about Kong. you. Yeah. I wanted to get into that. We've moved been around. Born in, yeah. Moved around. Uh-huh, I like the camera. <laughs> moved around. And um, so my dad was, was in... We were out of the army, but my dad was in, in Saudi um, at the time and was calling me every morning. Mm. Just, he knew, my dad knew that I could get a degree yeah. easily. He knew I had the, the study, the, the mind, mind the, yeah. the, you know, poor daddy. But I, I had the bug. I was ready to go. I was, I was trained. I was a trained performer by now. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know I was a poet when I left Brits. I was, a, I knew I was a writer, mm-hmm. but in my second first year. <laughs> and what was you studying in the first year? Teletext. Studies in race and culture and criminology. I was interested <laughs> in these things. These right. are the things I talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't sound, it doesn't, it's not off-brand for you. This sounds- it's not off-brand, but it's completely off-brand because, mm. you know, the, the main thing to get in a degree is to do something you want to do for three years. That's right, that's, that's right. That's the main point. Yeah of choosing a degree yeah. because by year, the end of year one, you'll be saying. I'm ready to go. You realize you want, <laughs> you realize you want a caller in that moment. That sounds a course, a caller will see that and say, no, that's me. a wouldn't do the course. A caller would read the books. And a caller's do the research. Like me, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. The course is full of an interesting set of cats. Big yeah. up everybody. Yes. You know, um, criminology, you know, I'd see my brother's friends go through a lot with, mm. with a police force that, these young folk don't even know nothing about, yeah. you know, the, the, the breed of institutionalized racism that was about the time. So I was about it. I mm. talked about this stuff. I was passionate. Mm. I just didn't want to do three years with really the people in the classes, <laughs> if I'm going to be completely yeah. honest. So then I was like, okay, let me be truer to myself. Yeah. I'll do theater in English. But then I, I did theater in English at a school that is not, I should have been at Oxford or Cambridge. Mm. Even Middlesex Uni at the time had a great theatre department. I should have been someone that you know was known for that kind of thing. What it does. I'm coming out of Brits, man. I'm I'm a he- I've yeah. kind of done yeah. it again, you know. Yeah. I was the last student of the year at the Brit school. I I, I, I was ready to go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then one day I went to a poetry event. Wow. And that was it. So much so, I actually called my dad, God bless him, because I told my dad for a while that I was ready to leave uni. So he bought me an apartment because he thought that that was going <laughs> to... That's, thought, a, power that's, a, really, that's thought, a proper... He thought that was going to help, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to throw events in my apartment. 
Not the events, not the first venue. (laughs) (laughs) It became my first venue. I would have writing groups there and I would, I had a poetry collective called Three Plus One. We were just rocking up the place and Mm. I called my dad one day and I was like, dad, I'm a poet. And I really thought he Mm. would understand what that meant. Yeah. You know, which was, (laughs) I've got things to do. How do I explain this to you? But there's many a vision. I, I've been dreaming, seeing audiences, seeing this stage that I was supposed to be on. These things, you know, had been. So I thought three plus one was Marsha's group that no, she. That's, okay, that's like I thought, Wikipedia. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So no, no, she, no. and she needed she wanted she needed some she wanted some spoken word over the vocals. So how did that? Where did that? No, thing Marsha come from? and I met playing basketball, right? Yeah. Um, Marsha was a part of Brixton Top Cats. Yeah. Conglomerate. <laughs> they still strong today. The Chicago Bulls of England. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, she was deep in her brother, her dad, and mm, you know, yeah. deep deep in the, the the foundation of it all. I was a bit more of a, a street ball kind of okay. where you can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trash talk is. Yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. I wasn't really into the male coaches screaming at young girls kind of thing. I, I, I was like, it's not that important. We, we don't, the WNBA wasn't around. Yeah. So as far yeah. as, as I was concerned. We're not going to make yeah. it. Like, yeah. like oh. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a suicide. So like, I, mean, I mean, let's go, on, but let's. Coach Carter, let's, chill, you know man. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah my <laughs> sister was a big basketball fan, which led to me playing ball. And, um, and we loved it. You know, it was awesome. We played ball three to four times a week. Great. Met Marsha and her family through that. Then when I go to Brits, Marsha is at Brits, but she's two years older than me. So she was there <laughs> studying um, music business, which I suppose is a smart thing to do. Um, mm. Mm. I was there studying performance, you know? Mm-hmm. So we know each other. We're both who we are, very mm-hmm. much solo. Are you like type, are you guys friends at this point or is it just a way? I know you, you, you know straight who I there, straight there, trust No, it's no. like, no, but, no, 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 but you know when you're a student in the thing, but it's like, Look, you're just peers. You're, you're, you're both fathers, right? Yes. Yeah, you're both fathers. Yeah, yeah. All fathers, all, all of us. Fathers, all fathers, all married me. in here. All married? Yeah, all married. Yeah, Wonderful, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to the marriage part. But when you create, Something with somebody. They yeah. become family whether you speak oh, yeah, to wait. them or not, that's, right? That's our story. No that's, matter, yeah, yeah. No matter that's, that's almost our story. Wait, you don't almost. leave Wale out of our <laughs> I'm not leaving No, I'm saying me and Travis is almost our story, but not quite. Not quite. Yeah. Travis is trying to still so, build his relationship. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <Then wait. laughs> so a wedding. I was we're sat it. here yeah. and you know Marsha and I's creation, which is flow a tree. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I'm very much um, of the order of, I, I speak positively. You know what I mean? Hey. Um, we're not in a group now, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And as I said, we started off as solo. I get you. Artists, energies. Listen, when Marsh and I used to sit courtside at WICB in Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. people played their best games. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because we, we're, we've always, the, the energy when it's together is, is something. Yeah. Mm. So that's whether we're trash talking. <laughs> no, being trash talk by flow tree is being crazy. Being trash by flow tree, and you know, sir, you know, it's, it's, it's no, best subtle, yeah. it's best sultry as peaceful. Well. <laughs> my spirit, my spirit. gotta do is air it. Yes, yeah, so, and when you shoot, yes. So it was, so 
know it was there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who was there of that era knows exactly what I'm talking about. So what, was you like really coming with some serious trash talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we spoke the game. <laughs> Very, very. Serious. I don't think I'm ready to. I can't imagine just how you well, deliver stuff. I couldn't imagine you being. Don't, yeah, it's, it's don't hard. be. Don't be. Um. All right. Let me. Let me get the right names now. I'll show my age. But you know, don't be the best baller in the world in warm up. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's smoky. And then get that's to the smoky. game. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to see thirty-seven crossovers. <laughs> While the music's playing, do you know uh, what I mean? And then the game starts. And, and then the game starts and... It's listen, different. missing two drop shots in the road and hearing that is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, we were very inspirational, okay? <laughs> People would go away for the summer and really work on it. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm getting the vibes. And That's we were crazy. the generation of, of early ballers going over and balling in the States. Mm. You, you know? played ball in the States as well? Not myself. Okay, okay, okay. Not Marsha. Um... That's like Steve Bucknell and that kind of era. Steve Bucknell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a, he's a Crystal Steve Palace. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on yeah. now, Steve. <laughs> darling, darling, Steve. So yeah, the newer man then. The Stratford man there. I used to think Stratford was this really big place. By so just far away. of them, you know? And then I got there and it was a roundabout. I didn't, I didn't realise. <laughs> them lot were so, you know, Errol Seaman, all of oh, them. They were funny. so... Anyway, I digress. So yeah, in fact, that's kind of how part of the Flowetry story. I mean, I, I used to, I wore many hats. I, mm. I, I, was, I was road manager and manager mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff, you know, getting all the art direction done, setting up photo shoots. I had this. I Can had I ask this about when you lot decide, so you're both in Brit right now. When is that moment when you're like, we should this is a thing. do something right, so that we- So we leave Brits, yeah. right? Um, like I said, Marsha did year 13. So she was there not as long as me. I did four years. Marsha did three, mm-hmm. I think. Anyway, she goes away and, and becomes a songwriter. She has a, a solo song out. Um, she signed to Warner Chapel. She has a solo song out. I'm doing my thing. Anyway, Mars hears about three plus one. We always check back in because WICB happens. We, we, we check back in. We know what's going on. Marsha's brother... And um, we're really good friends as well. Grew up as kids together. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a good dear friend of mine, uh, Chris Mann, from the original, um, oh man, uh, they're going to, Ill Kids Crew. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The original Ill Kids Crew. Quest was making some tunes with Marsha. They were like a little Missy Timberland yeah. outfit. Okay. Yeah? And I was just... You know, Quest I'd known for years. We were just hanging out. And he played me some of the stuff he was doing, Marsha. And it was some exceptional tunes, man. Exceptional. And um, I'm like, I've got to check Mars. I haven't seen Mars in a while. Mars on the other side is hearing about three plus one and yeah. what's going down and how, you know, I was the, I was the plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Three, okay. <laughs> three guys and, and me. And um, so we just kind of, got on the phone again and, and Mars was like, yo, you know, I've got hooks and you've got poetry. And I'm like, well, I'm getting into, what's the difference? Why can people replay songs, but they can't replay poems? You know, what's mm-hmm. the, I was really starting Could to get into the science. Sorry, I was getting into the science of the music, yeah. you know, and 
vibration and sound waves and what it all does and yeah. what it's all for and how it carries the vocal and all this stuff. Mm. Um, a dear friend of mine now, um, Coco Brown, he had put out this tune called uh, Sundress in the States and it was poetry. He had a band, he had a video shot. Just, I think we were just happening on Love Jones as well, mm, okay. you know, yeah. so it was just, it, poetry was just really huge at the mm -hmm. time um so mars had something i had something and it was her birthday i went down to her house for barbecue she sang a chorus to me i i i you know said i got some poetry for that and we created this song called fantasize right mm. um then i had a show because i had shows yeah. you know i had gigs we were gigging everywhere marshall had shows but it was a very fickle audience yeah you know, the R&B crowd is very, what you got on? We're trying to do R&B oh, okay. UK, like, yeah. this is, yeah. Right? So, um, Mars had, had a thing that she was doing. She was opening, doing different things and writing for a lot of people. So I said, Mars, you got to come down to open mic. You got to come and feel these. This is an intelligent audience. They, they, they celebrate art, mm. you know? Mm. And I had a show. God rest his soul. Ty was on the show. Um, it was MCs versus poets, right? At the Spitalfield Market. Feels like something couldn't only happen in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> the poets were three plus one. The MCs were Ty and Breeze, and I'm so Ty, sorry. Ty, Breeze, and I'm sorry if there were more MCs, but mm. the poets won. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was hardcore but anyway i was having my own kind of friction within my group three guys and a girl it's gonna happen mm. and um i said mars come down and, and perform this fantasize with me she came down i there's no there's no flow tree there's no flow assistant mm. songstress there's nat and marsh nat, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna bring my brethren marsh up, yeah. up on the <laughs> stage you stand there mars yeah and, um, <laughs> and we performed and i it, this was this thing that i knew i had something to do i knew i was working towards yeah. something i had to do and i i felt the experience at the time i i saw the audience i know how i felt performing and um, boom, we knew, we knew, we knew it had happened. I had to grab her and we had to walk to the back because all of a sudden we saw friends and everything. We, we saw that switch mm. to that. It was just our audience. Yeah. You know? So we went down and then we started to perform. That was so I finished, <laughs> I finished Brits 97. 98, I start uni. 99, I start Flower Tree. 2000. I book Flowetry three gigs in the states. April. Of yeah, because you lot just fly straight to yeah. Philly. Well, like if that. you if you look into the actual what's going on in the UK. So remember, we this is a great time. Eighties into nineties. I'm sorry, guys. I know it's big right now. Mobos, grime. I I get it. Yeah. But I'm talking soul to soul, loose ends, Omar, yeah, Real McCoy, yeah, 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 Desmond's. Yeah, yeah. 80s into the 90s was a time to be black British dressed. Jeez. It was just, just yeah. mm -hmm. happening. And, you know, this is coming on. The, we're talking about 
Fresh Prince is on. Yeah. yeah. But you're not missing real McCoy. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, weren't, yeah. It, we weren't, it wasn't, I need you to know. get to the bomb machine because this guy, is <laughs> hurting me that we're not even dropping bombs on this thing right now. There you go, there you go, there you go. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Right? Now you're locked in. Um, you know, You're listen, saying mad things right now. Tony, Tony, Tony's playing and we're loving it. It's our anniversary, but Lucky Omar's up. dropping. There's nothing like this. We are not, in, in the this country, moment, thinking to ourselves, who are we? You know yeah, what I mean? We're just being. We're being and and being second and third generation wind rushers. Our chests are high. Everyone's nasty other than... <laughs> <laughs> That's just how we felt. Me and, my, me and my best friend in high school made our whole relationship based off of everyone else being nasty. They Not don't that. wash their chicken. They don't yeah, wash yeah, their yeah, rice. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we we had culture. We had, you know, there were there were youth clubs. There were Afro Caribbean centers. You could hear dominoes licking yeah, when you walk yeah. down the road. You know, it was a time. Yeah, that is people were still doing head nods. People were still head nodding strangers. Yeah, <laughs> head nodding strangers, bringing your voice down when the elder got on the bus. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, Mrs. Like, Brown. Sorry, Miss. Sorry, <laughs> Auntie. Can I get your bags? You know, yes, all of yeah. that. That was. Mm. It was. We were highly cultured at the time, and you know, we were dealing with a lot. Dealing with conservative government. We're dealing with single mothers can't raise kids. You know, all of this foolishness coming out of the TV. But we were so well represented. Choice FM. You know, my, my uncle mm. was program director of Choice of Femme, Vince Herbert. We we had just, it was just happening, you know. All R&B from the States had to get UK remixes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like artists were coming oh. over and not even knowing that their, their big tune was remixed. It was remixed. That's mad. You know, we had what we had, you mm. know. Um, US came and, and, and we're getting inspired by us. Mm. So we were aware of that. Yeah. Even when we went to Philly, we were aware that Loose Ends cut their album in Philly. You know, I, I didn't feel a first of anything. I, mm. I felt very much keeping it going. It's part of yeah, just, just right, the yeah. natural journey, natural progression. Yeah, that's where a lot of the audacity comes from and the energy. I remember when we got to Philly and they were like, yo, you know, it's a hard crowd. And I was like, I'm from London, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Entertain me. I'm from London. You know, you got Jamaicans and Nigerians. South London. Yeah, yeah, South London as well. So if we can rock that, yeah, we can, yeah. Then let's go, America. You guys cheer for random things. You know, London don't cheer. It's true. Oh, yeah, we're going to. It's a serious place to cut your teeth, to be creative, you know. And of course, there's an aspiration to go to the States. I mean, the States is so inspiring mm. you know from whether you're talking civil rights whether you're talking mega greats or whether you're even talking you know stories of people who stood up against right. certain states of oppression you the know depth of history is the just depth of history is because yeah. you land out there when jill scott is is she making her first album or is that not is we are at a touch of jazz yeah. when jill is finishing off her first album i've always felt like getting late and another track, I can't remember which one it is right now. I feel like those were played to Jill first. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. She'd wrapped up and they, they kind of got to us. Um, I have to ask Fidel about that. But, um, I mean, music used to sleep in our, in our apartment, you know, for a while. Music, music was a busker, you know, so he was... He That's was a, crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, the vibe is happening. The first record I placed was on Bilal's first album. 
Um, you are drop a bomb. Wow. You know, I mean, the first time I met Jasmine Sullivan, she was like 12, 14, like around there. No, you know? and did Lion's Tiger's the voice was the voice. I just remember hearing Jasmine figure to myself, Lord of mercy, I, is she going to be able to wait on this industry? Because she was just, I mean, her mom, God rest her soul, her mom used to have to escort, you know, bring her to the performances because it's a bar and everything. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah. and she was so young. Um, but she's always been in outstanding always mm. been outstanding gone um you could yeah what was the response like when you compare it to say like the uk audience versus the us audience isn't the thing business is the thing you know england's a hardcore place england will blatantly not have the best players on the football team and lose for years you know what i mean like <laughs> England's racism is different. Than like, yo, Ian racism. Wright was not picked for this team. Why? <laughs> England, England's different. Like, England has made, I think it's starting to change, but it, it made, uh, it doesn't celebrate black excellence. Mm. You know, like I said, you know, I love watching Only Fools and Horses over and over again. Love the show. Awesome show. Yeah. Why? Desmond's ain't on there. I don't know. Why Real McCoy got burnt and then got found. I don't know. <laughs> the tapes were burnt. It's like, oh, we found them. <laughs> we found them. You know, it's <laughs> the twisted compliment and how mm. our output here is dealt with yeah. is very different from the States. Because mm. the States, listen, lynching and all sorts is going on, but they're going to win the Olympics. Yeah. And yeah. if that means we got to put everybody on the team, we're going to put everybody on the team. And, and have a crazy disparity yep. at the same time. So yeah. it's, it's complex. It's not, yeah. not co it's a different complex, you know? Yeah. But here, after all of that success that we spoke about, by the time, I, that show in particular that we did, by the time I knew what Flowetry was, I knew there was nowhere to take it here. Yeah. All wow. the A&Rs had been fired. The industry had just gone through the reshaping that it went through. Mm. I knew... I was guided. I knew I had to get to the States. The quality of what we had yeah. needed to go there. I knew there was a niche market for it, let alone, you know, when I, my first year of uni, miseducation and, um, and um, badawism dropped. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Classics. Yeah. Right? And, and I'm like, need to get out there. That's right. 100%. You know, and um, followed that. Followed that calling. Yeah. Followed that energy. I'm a wind rusher though. You know, I've you got grandparents who are leaving the island. That's right. To come here. Young twenties yeah. and stuff, you know, and um, I'm, I'm did also, your army brat thing have a part to, say, to play in that? Because absolutely. you, do, and it just even keep what you're saying and stuff, but have you got like a strong foundation of where home is? That's right. Since you've moved all over the place. It's Germany, Hong Kong. And then, so like when you started, were you learning, like you speak in Mandarin? Like, is absolutely that? Absolutely not. Um, when you're in the British Army, wherever you live is England. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to Spain on holiday or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. That's based on your parents, your parents can take you yeah. into as much as they want of the culture. But I, look, my mum was playing Burning Spear in Hong Kong. You know what I mean? She's the type of woman, she find a way to make Aki and Sorcery wherever she is. You know what I mean? Um, so we <laughs> fried rice, <laughs> fried rice and peas. <laughs> like that's just culturally. Yeah. 
my mom's like a selector, you know, culturally, the music, yeah, the identity. And, mm. and we were the only, we would often be the only family. I, we went to a set of schools once where I was the only black kid in the primary school. My sister, the only black kid in the junior, my brother, the only black kid in the secondary, but we were cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. The only black in the village. Come on. Yeah. 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 Like we, we worked that thing, you know, yeah. but we knew that our parents, although they were both born in Jamaica, we knew that London was got you their base. Yeah. Yeah. Even though when we lived in the, in the UK, we lived in Arborfield, we lived in Peterborough, we lived in different areas while we were still in the army and station. But to talk about the, I've got this spiritual seven going on. So I'm seven when I, I moved to London, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 14, I go to Brits, you know, yeah. by 21, I'm in the States. My mom, okay. my mom said, I was born in Germany, but I was only there for like 12 days. Okay. And my mom had this newborn baby in her hands and she says, um, I come from all raiders. I come from, it's nothing better than someone telling you your story yes. when you're little and letting you know. Yeah, you are. That, that right. you're important, you know. And um, so I had this familiar story where my mom was like, she she had me on the plane at 12 days old, and she was like, "You're gonna be, this one's gonna travel," mm, you know. Wow. So I'd grown up knowing that, mm. and we traveled a lot, changed houses a lot, moved a lot. I was big on walking into a playground and doing a quick read, like you know, <laughs> who's my you friends? Gonna What's be? the temperature? Who's good? Who's heavy? Yeah, I like yeah. I like people who are good at stuff. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. and 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 that type of energy. Um, so by the time we moved to the states, it yeah. just feels like natural progression. We move. We, mm. we as a as a windrush descendant. If it's not happening where you are. Go and see where, absolutely. You know, nothing stops you in that way. So that was how I felt. And I felt like we were moving to my auntie's house. You know, America, you you got so much American influence Mm -hmm. coming up. You know, I mean, the music, the movies, the the history books, the, you kind of go almost like, you're you're surprised that they don't then. That they don't feel like that about you. About your story and things like that you're surprised but but you know so much i mean marcia she's liverpool a lot more american influence american um bases out there so she was really like about that american life she really really me after a while i'm looking for a packet of prawn cocktail crisps i mean like it's i love it and hp sauce brown sauce as well after a while yeah yeah i I remember one time sitting in my apartment apples or new or gadgets and stuff itunes mm. and something in me I, I, I was so happy so i was so happy i didn't even understand that i was homesick because mm. i was doing what i wanted to do yeah on another level of doing what i wanted to do you know i took flow retreat to america in april we were signed by november we were in the studio with michael jackson by march you know that's mental and drop a bomb please. Michael. yeah right? You know, go on, go on, go on. Because we need to get no, to we that We've got, we got to stop there. Because I remember we put up the story, the Prince the yeah. Prince and Michael Jackson beef. Yeah. And you sent me a message mm. and said, I've got my own story to mm-hmm. tell about Prince and Michael Jackson. Please, let's... Well, it's really interesting, you know, because our, the person who signed us, John McCain, God bless him, um, set us good, man. We were, we were being signed by Motown at the time and then John came in, Neo Soul's happening. Right, yeah. it's happening. So when when you got a movement like that, labels look for their their, their ones, right? Their yeah, yeah, artists, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and um, 
Erica, D'Angelo, Maxwell, Indy Irie, they were all at Motown. So Kadar Massenberg was signing us to Motown. And then John McCain, who's just an absolute genius, Janet Jackson, um, Shalomar, um, Kurt Franklin. I mean, the, the amount of things that yeah. if you look his name up and see what he's connected to, he's just like the last of the A&Rs, you know, absolute genius. And um, <laughs> so we're working at A Touch of Jazz. I've referenced... Fresh Prince a lot. I used to watch Fresh Prince all the time. Oh, that's the show. Mm. And now I'm in A Touch of Jazz, which is DJ Jazzy Jeff's okay. um, production <laughs> company, you know. So Jeff calls us in and he's like, look, I've got, I've got someone on the phone. This is John McCain with London Wiser at the time. And John's like, hey, nice to meet you guys. I just, um, I've got a message for you. And um, he, he says, hold on a second. And he plays this message down the phone. Hey, John, I love that Butterfly song. I love it. Let's do it. I'm happy. Whatever we need to do, get those girls. Let's do it. It's Michael Jackson on the phone, you know? And um, John's like, look, I know you guys are signing to Motown, but basically come to DreamWorks. (laughs) And Michael will record your record. We're going. We're going. Pack the bags. We're going. Let's go, Marsha. I You know, let's get Marsha. We're getting in the car now, Marsha. Right? So this is a very serious time in the development. But we- Motown must be furious. Oh. Because that's not funny. Like, you lot all out here, we, it look like we're at their finish. But it's not even that. It's that thing of, we're Motown. What do you mean you're going somewhere else? It's all very Michael Motown. Yeah. You know, it's all. But it's... um. So yeah, 150k later. Um, Bam. <laughs> Bam. Talk about it. We we go over to DreamWorks, which was awesome. Um, Michael records a song, and and what was really beautiful about were this, you in the studio with Mike? Yeah, for two weeks. Um, so he's a perfectionist then, because he two weeks like you just oh yeah, oh Michael will sing a line for the day and be like, hmm, you know. <laughs> We thought Wale was bad with the (laughs) cook. Oh no, listen, let me tell you something. We were recording with Bilal and Michael Jackson at the same time for the first week. And it was so interesting to see Michael Jackson warming up, you know, with his piano, you know, with his vocal teacher, like for the first hour and a half before we start. And and he would do like a 10 to 3 day, you know. Okay. B, big up B. It's such a character. But B was just like... <laughs> Jump in and just in Vi- and out. Vibes in. I had this line in the Bilal record where I said, um, you spoke in... Uh, you spoke in pearls and diamonds. I spoke in symphonies, right? And Bars. he said to me, I love the line. I love the line. But, you know, I need to sound like a two-teeth pimp. <laughs> That's so a re- reword that, re-word. like how a pit would say it. Reword. Right? That was beautiful what you said, but reword. Which that. was incredible because then you know you're in Michael in the studio with Michael. He's like, I'm not gonna touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just want this song to be exactly how it was. I mean, what he did for us, mm. it was such an offering because all he wanted to do was co-sign us. That was it. You know, the record was on his album and it was on our yeah, album. Incredible. It's unheard of, you know. Yeah, for real. He incredible. just wanted to promote these two young black British South London girls um 
John McCain and he were best friends, you know, which in itself. But he just, that was just all. Is that on your first album or second first. album? That's you have a Michael Jackson on the feature first on the first album. album. So flying now, knowing, especially what your mom's saying, this 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 girl's going to travel. Well, this, this is crazy because it's not even a feature. This is what he did. So Marsha's vocals are on his album. Yeah. He just put the song, his version, on his record. So he actually has, his version is somewhat a remix, mm. a remake. You know, yeah. he did his interpretation of it. Um. Very interesting, publishing all types of things. If okay. I'd have known what I did. No, oh, yeah. no, no. He was very fair. He yeah. was fantastic. Um, but the business. I'll leave that for my memo. Um, you should have done that. You yeah. should have done that course that Marshall was doing. This, this is what I'm trying <laughs> this to say. This is what I'm saying. You should have done well that course. Well, you see the course. I, said, I remember. Right? I said, I'm not saying. Marshall did Marcia that course. Did music business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd have known what I knew now, because I was. She was out there, dude. That's just the vibe. She was trying to make content, baby. And not she, only that, not only that, I'll tell you this. I was like, I want my album to get out. And yeah. I was very aware that there are things that can happen in this business where you have to pick your battles. Mm. And yeah. I was focused on getting the project out. Like I said, Flowetry, look, Flowetry, Poetic Delivery Musical Intent, Flow Assist, my Flow Assist. Flowicism is the movement. Flowology is the mindset. Floetic is the phonetics. This is my, this was mm, my mm-hmm. brainchild. I, I'm losing sleep over this project, mm-hmm. you know, music, song, melody, what, you know, adding the poetry, the poetry is as important, the content, be the difference you want to see. Music's going very like stripper credentials and, and, and murderation, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Be yeah. the difference you want to see. What do you want to add? What do you want to say? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I felt my calling was. So, I picked my battles and I'm okay. I'm, it's calm. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, if I know what I knew now, I would have overstood. And a lot of people at the time, yeah. you know, production and teams were like, are you crazy? You know, mm. but I kind of, I kind of, it feels good. I want to yeah, ask more, us, Ma- Michael it, Jackson. Second, okay. Yeah. Let, let us, you played us something when you came. Let, I, I, I thought you'd like this. Again, like I, like I said, because of what you were talking about. I, so there's still more on the Prince side but um let me see So, that's mental. That's mental. So it took me some years to realize, right? As I started to understand the Michael and Prince, God rest their souls. Legends, um, man. Thing. Yeah. So obviously us getting Michael showing the interest that he showed, my publishers reached out and were like, you know, 
Prince has got a record for you. Oh. <laughs> we were like, huh? Anyway, these times there. Because you're now signed to what's DreamWorks. DreamWorks in association. Michael's, Michael's friend is kind of, there's a link. Yeah. Michael's put his record out before us. Yes. Right? So people know about butterflies, flow tree rope, butterflies, right? Mm-hmm. That's a Marshall what, what a Oh, sorry. Andre Harris. <laughs> Andre is just the other day that Usher um, Super Bowl. Yeah. Three of Andre's songs were in that. It started with Andre Harris's songs. Um, Touch of Jazz, just an amazing mm-hmm. squad of producers. We're the only album that was made. Floetic is the only album that was only made at a Touch of Jazz. So Jill was a Touch of Jazz and Axis and, you know, kind of the Philly squads. But we were, every record on Floetic is either Andre Harris, Vidal Davis. I should have probably started, actually, excuse me. Darren Henson. Um, Keith Pelzer, Andre Harris, Vidal Davis, Ivan mm. Barrios, and um, Carvin didn't actually Carvin Haggis didn't actually have any songs on the record, but was um, he Carvin oh. is music soul child, and, you okay. know, um, Carvin Ivan. So we it's the only album that came out of that staple production house period. Jeez. Um, so yeah. Prince sends us, you get like this, this code, this is early email days, yeah. you know what I mean? And you had to type this code in, then it put you into this vault and literally on the computer, this vault opens up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's this, this MP3 file, you know, and he had written this song for us, you know, it had the poetry at the beginning and, oh, snappy. and all of that. He got your whole flow in there. Yeah, no, I'm serious. He sang all Marsha's parts. Anyway. We had met, we didn't cut the song. The, it was over, like the, the record was, was done. But it was the beginning of this relationship with Prince, which was amazing. I remember at the first Grammys that we went to, um, the first Grammy, so seven, oh, seven Grammy nominations for Flow Retreat. I just won my first Grammy Woo! actually. Um, that's a novel, that's a, that is a part of JIV's um, spoken word album. So, there's now a spoken word Grammy. I'll talk about that. But yeah. Trailblazers. Winning. <laughs> so um, yeah. So the first Grammys that, no, the second Grammys that we went to, the first Grammys we went to was in LA, but we weren't nominated yet. Our project wasn't out. We went to support Jill Scott and, and Natasha Jazz. But the second one, which was in New York, we were at this Roots After Party. Killer every day. The music was just out of here. Anyway, at some point, someone's like, you know, Prince is over there. Like, what? Prince? That's one of mum's albums in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Purple Rain. Um, so we go over and he's got these bodyguards that are like walls. You know, like you li- you knock on them. 6'10", just <laughs> massive. Excuse, excuse me. And this is where I started to realise that Flowetry was a password, which is interesting. This, 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 this word, um, Big Up Fusion, um, that had come up after a show one day. Fusion's like, yo, and that, that poetry is flowing, man. That's some flowetry shit. Flowetry. Um, flowetry became this password. Yeah. Um, can I can you tell Prince Flowetry wants to say hello? They open. <laughs> <laughs> Prince is there. Prince is asking Marsha, do you have any Middle Eastern background? Because your voice is is somewhere between a yodel and a 
and the Middle East and um, sees this random and sees you know like like we're like okay. That was the beginning of the relationship. Then every Grammys we went to after then, we would go to Prince's afterwards. For yeah, yeah. Jam session, you know, and and a couple of other things. We did um, this festival that we started off the show. Is Sugar Michael Walk. Jackson aware that you lot are chilling with like. Was, chilling Michael, with was Michael at those parties as well? Michael was. <laughs> parties. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Michael had played us um, one of his tunes that was, was going to, was on his album, and he's like, I need a rapper for this. <laughs> and at the time, Ludacris was huge. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, Southern Hospitality had just, had just dropped, yeah? Um, I wanna. L- 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> bro. T- like, no, Ludacris Michael Jackson was wanted that on his. That would be too. That <laughs> no, was, I wouldn't be able to do that. Michael was like, I need a rapper. Who do you think? Who do you think I should get? Ludacris, and I was so. like, Ludacris. He was like, huh? <laughs> but, you know, Michael don't do that. Like, he didn't tap in, mm. if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know? He he was the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, I think he ended up. Who did he end up getting on there with Jay Z? You know, just no. I think he got Andre three thousand. If I, if I remember correctly, okay. uh, don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so no, the 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 Prince part kind of starts yeah, to take yeah. over. You know, so he would come to our shows in LA and he would invite us up to his spot. Best gigs I've ever seen in my life were in his living room. Um, what? Yeah, That's he used to have crazy. These, these performances in his house that were just out of this world. I remember one day he called me up, pulled, grabbed my hand and pulled me on. Everyone who's playing, you know, you're talking about Larry Graham, Maceo Parker. Um, I mean, you're talking about just legendary Musician. So they'll just be at his house though with no audience. You guys are. Is oh, there's an audience, but the audience is Stevie like a, Wonder, Patti LaBelle. Stop it. James Fox, you know? Like, uh, you got Stevie Wonder just sitting there, just watching. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's he doing? What Travis? If you Travis, what's he doing? Wait, what did you Travis, Stevie Wonder. He's watching. He was. He was watching with his ears. He's watching. <laughs> He's right, cool. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, everyone's there. Alicia Keys, Diary. Yeah. If you that's a mad audience, that's a crazy like, crowd to get up in front of. If you didn't know the people, yeah. it's because they signed the checks. You know that type of way. Oh like, wow! Yeah. Like okay, if you cool. didn't know yeah, yeah, the yeah. person's name, absolutely. But he greets you with a co- absolute confidence. Like he just knows you. Yeah, yeah. come on. If you're you in are. there, like to get in there again, my, bless my brother. My brother is an incredible international businessman yeah he was doing some business out in um la mm-hmm. during the the grammys one year so i said mark yeah come check me because the grammys is around my birthday you yeah, come come check me it would be nice come I'll, I'll take you to the grammys so i didn't tell him we were going to prince's right so we went and we ate and then we got in the car we went into the hills and we're at this house <laughs> knock on the window you know the, like matrix man what's the password yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> again flow a tree you know and they let us in and um my poor brother you know as we step out of the car he just sees the the, the symbol hanging in purple you know oh my gosh just you know lit at the doorway my brother just <laughs> <laughs> my big brother you know just looked Yo. at me like this is great and also damn you you know? That's a surprise at a uh, half. We went two days straight. The first day, he's like, 
Second day, he's got on his Flowetry t-shirt. Of course. And I just yeah. see him walking past with Elijah Wood, you know what I mean? Standing outside, smoking a cigarette with Jay Leno. Marcus was just no. calm. That, he knows how to move. Experience. He knows how to move. No, that's an experience. You know? What? Yeah. I, I, so in terms of memories, this is why, you know, you said to me, I don't, I don't do many interviews or whatever. Mm. Um, it's such a rich life. You know, yeah, I've been yeah. blessed in a way where I can't even yeah. articulate. And it's, it's not over. And it didn't start with flowetry. Like I yeah. said, you know, mm. I've, I've, I've done things in my life before all of that, yeah. you know, as a child in the moving the army, my, my family, my unit mm. It's is such a blessed life. So really all of this is just my relationship with the most high, all of it. Absolutely. Um, like I said, by the time flowetry happens, I'm seeking that because I, I've, I've been seeing these stages, you know, I've been, uh, these are my dreams, you know, mm. I was the same age as Rudy Huxtable, right? So I used to watch Cosby Show, like, where's my, where's my show, you know? And then um, Brandy's birthdays, like the day before my, all Brandy, Aaliyah, Usher, they were all my yeah. year, 79, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I always felt that this, there's something that is yeah. mine to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's something that is mine to do. And um, yeah, I had an argument with my parents once when I found out that my, my, my paternal grandmother's name is Celeste Bravo, right? On paper, we're Jamaican. You know, that's not what uh, people not call that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I was like, Bravo? What a name? Yeah. You, know, uh, yeah, you yeah. gave me Natalie Stewart? <laughs> I got things to do. <laughs> you know. But there was always that, always just being a performer, always you knew so that you was moving, destined for the stage. moving in that. But also destined for the stage, but destined for life though. That's right. You know, because I'm, I'm not, I, I swore to myself as that happened. Cause I, we're just talking, we're talking about the first couple of years. You mm. know, this, there's more, Yeah. you know, there's more, there's more in the silence. There's more in the wilderness. There's more in the more, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's yeah. going to South Africa. There's, there's, Stepping away from something I love doing because I know I'm supposed to. Yeah. You know, okay. and the benefits that come with that because there's many benefits that come with that, you know. Um, there's a feeling that I get from you in terms of like being spiritually grounded. Yeah. Do you ever feel like at any moment in that, like you get out to America, shroom, we're in print, like Prince knows us. I could phone him and everything's different. Do you ever feel like you got caught up in any of that? Looking back. There's no way to not get caught up in, in mm. living your dreams. Yeah. You know, but I also knew I was moving into the belly of the beast, but you know, I was born in the belly of the beast. I'm born into the army, you know, I, I, it's an interesting mix, but there's always, what am I supposed to be doing? Cause I, I, I know, I don't even believe, I know that we're all being tested constantly mm. and I don't get any grades for passing the question on your paper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to pass my tests. Yeah. And at a certain point, especially in a group setting, that can become interesting. Because if your paper's like, I, my answer to this question is hell no. Mm. <laughs> if your answer to that question to is, oh, yes. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it, it, it can, can become. Can I ask about that then? I have mm. to ask the question because I obviously doing the research for this, I did, I was looking at everything. Mm. I watched um, the Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, yeah. I Go watched ahead. that. Mm -hmm. um, I'd get you must have seen it. Like this. So, what'd you call it? What was your when when you hear Marsha talk about the breakdown and how you mm -hmm. two because 
you was you broke up once, then it came back for the business. You mm-hmm. kind of were traveling separately. Then after you, it was another breakdown again. How have you been able to, what's your assessment of? How- Marsha signed a solo deal in 2006 with Dr. Dre. That's all that happened, really. You oh. know, mm. which led to Flow Tree. You, you could call it disbanding. But like I said, you have a kid, you have a kid. We have Flow Tree. Yeah. The record's still being played. Hence the reason we were able eight years later to go on a sold out tour. Yeah. And then another, if I, if we booked a tour tomorrow, it'd be it sold moves. out, you know? So that's that. But it, it depends on where your piece is. No, cause she's talking about, cause what, the main thing I had to say is like, she knew the moment, cause you sound so spiritual now. And she said she knew when she was on the bus getting home and then you, she was it's pregnant. And she was gonna, but it's okay. It's, that's not true. Yeah. But you know, Mars is in an environment of, kind of real housewife breakfast club they they promote that they, they okay. they're into salacious kind of things yeah. you know it's just mm. it's just not true okay but you know in this world you you the truth has to be enough for you yeah you know mm. i learned something really amazing through that experience that i i don't i don't shed much light on it because the story you never is too never dope. yeah that's right but you, the, the reality is too dope to to spend too much time on that you know mm. But what happened yeah. is out of here. Two girls from South London, get out of here. Name me someone else. Mm. Name me someone else who's worked with Michael Jackson, Earth, Wind & Fire, Prince, Patti LaBelle. Name, name me someone from the UK that, that you know I can't. that has done that. You know, that yeah. is, I mean, literally. So I, I choose yeah. the truth. And I, and I, I, I choose... The blessings, because I, I can't frown on that. And sometimes things just end, you know? Yeah. And sometimes people aren't happy with just that. Yeah. And if you're kind of promoting to that audience, you may want to, come on, everyone remembers in school. Do you ever remember coming back from a school holiday and saying I'm, and the teacher saying, you know, what did you do for your summer holidays? And you're fine with the fact that you went to your auntie's house and, yeah. <laughs> and was with your cousins. And then the person in front of you goes, we went to Cyprus and we did. And then France. South of France. And then it makes you, you know. How was my trip? But if, as you grow in your confidence of yourself, then you know that that South of France trip ain't got nothing on. Well, at his house, my family. Me and my cousins, watching sunsplash videos at your auntie's <laughs> house. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. going to your whatever was for you was for you. You know that may be that may be your story. Yeah. You may feel that you need to yeah. say something more for the people that you're attempting to entertain. So I would never. Um, I've never seen you step into that arena. I've never seen like yeah, and I don't even want to necessarily step on Mars's toes in that way. Mm. You know. I, I like to speak about the truth. Yeah, mm. and I like to make sure that little girls in South London understand what was actually done. Yeah, you know, I'm not really into sacrificing things for other things. I'm, I'm, I'm really into what happened, why it happened. I'm about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I love that. So, if if Breakfast Club was dealing with real journalism. Yeah. They would have invited me on. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe a couple of weeks later to talk about it. They didn't. So obviously yeah. I'm not in the right sorority or fraternity or yeah. club or line of what That's they real. were doing. 
Because real journalism, you never just get one. That's real. Side of story. And then grab me, then grab me with both your name on it. So you, you don't you don't do that, you know. And Charlemagne used to come to so many flowetry shows, you know. Mm. Um, but I I I can't be. Mm. I, I wasn't there. The Lord had me somewhere else. Yeah, you know I what I mean. That. And and so I'm not involved so in that. In terms of like you know how to obviously the breakdown happened the way it happened. How did you feel when that chapter kind like of like shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in my own way, like shit. When I say like shit, I don't. Do you, I'll tell you honestly how I felt. Yeah. Like most relationships, there was a time to get out before the heartbreak happened. But if you want to hit override, that's your business. Mm. If yeah, you want to start getting into divine business and going on like, I can fix this. I can make this happen. Yep. I had as many signs as I had to do it. I had as many signs that, say for instance, I only got the name for three albums in me. Floicism, Floetic. Sorry, Floetic, Floicism, Flowology. Floicism yeah. was the live the album live DVD. Album, yeah. Yeah? Come on, locked in. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have a, a, a fourth okay. album title. Yeah. So by the time Marsha said that, you know, Dre was signing it, there was a part of me that was just, for, I, I got it. Mm. I got it. I would, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go that, that route off of what happens to singers who go onto that label. I got it. I wasn't done mm. i oh when i tell you i love flowetry mm. i mean i'm talking about when you when you create something from nothing yeah there oh. is a feeling when you know the thoughts when people were looking at you like you were like i remember mm. walking with my brother once and i was like yeah the group's called flowetry and we were walking into his house and i remember and my brother's a, a um patents business man he's in the business of intellectual property right okay, yeah so he turned good around and he looked that's at a good me. brother to have good brother to have <laughs> listen all my all my siblings are, are, are the right ones for me <laughs> um he turned and he looked at me and he said nah so um why are you going to call it what it is you know and i said because it's, it's what it is mm. and he went okay i i, I remember it you know yeah. And the fact that that became now my key word, who's yeah. it? Flow <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It became this thing and, 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 and how it took and hit. So I've got so many, there's so much proof of the law for me in this. Yeah. Very personal. I remember yeah. we were sat courtside at the Sixers. So Marsha and I meet playing basketball. Our first, our manager was Dr. J's son, you know? <laughs> you know, um, Julius Irvin III. This is crazy. We, we were sat courtside one day. I'll never forget. You know, we used to stay up until two o'clock in the morning to watch a little bit of This must be Iverson you know? era. Oh, was it ever? Of course. Absolutely arm Iverson sleeves. ever. Mad arm, arm sleeves. sleeves and, and cornrows. Uh, they called them cornrows. I called them cornrows, <laughs> but hey. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, we were courtside and Earlier that day, I was on South Street, and 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 Dr. J, who was my manager's, is my manager. It was my manager's dad. Yeah, yeah. Calls my phone. That's mental. Hey, you know, girls, just want to know if you want the courtside tickets tonight. And 
Absolutely. Cool. Of course. Oh, you know, yeah. And, you know, went to the game, sat in Dr. J's seats, courtside at the Sixers. Madness. And then, you know, some usher, uh, runner comes over. Hi, Flowetry. How are you guys doing? Um, we just want to know if it's okay for us to put you on the Jumbotron. Um, and also, um, is it okay for us to show Doc? Could you ask him? <laughs> Give me a second. Hi, Doc. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Pop, how you doing? Yeah, they just want to know if it's okay to put you on the Jumbotron because he's in his box. You know? yeah. And he's like, yeah, tell them that's fine. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Now, I, I tell that story to explain how personal it is. Yeah. Marsha and I met playing basketball. Oh, yeah. what a journey. We sat at courtside at the Sixers. Yeah. And no, the first time I ever spoke to Stevie Wonder, we were at his radio station and he called and... The first thing he said to me was, oh, I was just talking about you yesterday. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? It's just yeah. really personal, you know? I get the thing of you saying that there's so much beauty in it's, the thing right. that beauty, you couldn't, um, you wouldn't want to focus it. on the- You on have the... to choose how you tell your story. You have to choose how you tell your story. Um, it's your responsibility. We we um did some work on a Macy Gray album, right? Mm. Macy Gray was in the studio. That used to be my party trick. I could, I could sing like Macy. Macy is Jamaican yeah. um, descendant and her actual you're not name gonna is- say, You're not going to say that used to be my- and not do it here. I'll do it in a minute. And her actual, <laughs> and no and way. Her actual name is Natalie, okay? okay. Hey. Right? I try to shake a <laughs> Show. <laughs> Try to walk away and I stumble. Anyway, so that used to be my party trick, right? Oh All of making floetic. I used to love to do that in the studio. That's great. <laughs> then one day I'm in the studio with Macy Gray and okay. we're having a conversation and I played her my first single, Floetic. Now you have to understand, I was a slam champion poet, right? Mm. I used to blow people's heads off with numerology and mm. you know mm. deep deep and now i've got like bare love songs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i remember catching myself like whoa talk about getting carried away with things mm. i'm trying to check like is this deep enough mm. have i like you know lost the part so i said to macy i'm like listen to our single <laughs> and i'm kind of watching her like are you feeling what it? Do you, what do you think? <laughs> and she listened to it and she said, I love it, man. She said, but what does it matter that I love it? Like, what do you think? Why do you, why are you looking like that about your own yeah. Yeah. song? And, and I love the song, mm. you know? And, and she, she dropped a, a bar on me. She was like, yo, this is your dream and it's your responsibility to not make it a nightmare. And I remember her saying that to me. I remember her saying that to me and That's I just real. thought to myself, you know what? Yeah, it's like I've got, I've got young artists that I mentor, right? Yeah. And they'll say to me, you know, um, I've been invited to do the voice. And I'm like, don't look at me like that. <laughs> if you're going to do the voice, do the voice. Move and go on chest. there because you want to win. You <laughs> yeah. know, don't, don't take part in something yeah. that you've got a judgment on. Like, yeah. just don't do it then. Yeah, you know, get real. out of the way, let someone else do it. Yeah. Or if you're going to do it, do it, you know, Everything. know why you're doing it. Love it. Like I, I always knew I wanted to make songs that I could sing when I was 60. 
Yeah. You know, I wanted a, I wanted longevity. I wanted mm. hence the reason, you know, I'm 21, 22 writing hey you. That's right, yeah. You of know, course. I, I I wasn't So was longevity something that was on your mind because like I feel like when you go to older eras of like art, artistry, do you know what I mean even as far back as, you know, whatever era you want to go to, there's something about the work. It just stands the test of time. And I feel like culturally we've moved away from that to this microwave era of viral success and all the other things. But it's like, it seems like there's a cash in right now, this second. I think culturally we've moved. I think culturally we've been moved. I think that we're in a very, I think it's a high level of atheism right now. Mm. I know when I was young, right? I cared about my parents knowing things. I didn't want letters coming home mm. from school. I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. But I could outsmite and outwit my parents in certain ways because they were big people who had big people things to do, to do and they yeah. can't watch you every second. Yeah. But I tell you what, I, I thought that God was watching or angels were watching. I, there were certain things yeah. that I wouldn't do, not yeah. just because my parents couldn't see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a certain yeah. level of responsibility or, or, or moral aptitude that, that I had even as a kid. That's not to say I didn't do dumb shit, I did dumb shit. Of course. But, but I'm talking about moments that you know you get home and your parents don't even know <laughs> but you still feel the shame <laughs> where you were what you did they don't even need to judge you they're wondering why you've grounded yourself <laughs> they don't why are you even, so quiet today <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know that you're self-checking yeah you know? but that's a good upbringing i think yeah. where where it goes beyond just being under the eye i remember when the camera's going up, you know? Oh, you remember? And yes. Everyone's like, man, watching everything. And then I realized I'm not a criminal, you know? <laughs> so yeah. actually, hopefully, if my car ever gets stolen, they'll, they'll, they'll help out. They'll help me, you know? And, and recognizing that I'm more concerned about what God thinks than I am yeah. what anybody else thinks, right? So, um, so with that comes self-checking, growth mm -hmm. um there was always an idea of longevity there was always an idea of i want my grandma to like my music yeah okay you know you know it's funny as well so you I have a situation with um i have a situation yours and you know i'm waiting in vain you know you got done yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that'll see that was Thank beautiful so um i went on a date yeah, with my, I went on a date with what, that. Why yeah. I, I went on a date now nah, because it's a mad story. I went on a date. Well, I, she's my wife now, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Get but no, but it's nah, hard it was to date crazy. To music, so you go on a date, yeah, and um, we get to the door. I'm usually someone I can, I sometimes just walk into the friendship zone uh -huh, uh -huh. easily uh -huh. by mistake. I did not say it. Yeah, go on a date. The date ends, but there's no kiss. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, sugar. This ain't good. Friends on time. This is horrible. I met her mum. Her mum likes me, but there's no kid. Like nothing's happened. I get back to the car. Obviously, I'm for an hour, a minute. Waiting, veins flaying, yeah? And then, you know, because you do the sultry, the way you talk, yeah? <laughs> Please leave. This is, a, it's embarrassing because I never told a story, yeah? <laughs> I yeah. just like crying. I was <laughs> 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 like, I'm not going to get out. Oh my gosh. No, I That's can hear her talking to me. It's just because you, and then you're busy. And you were just talking to my emotions. And you're talking about waiting in vain for the love. And I never thought, that song's never hit me the way it was hitting in that moment. I said, I'm That's waiting in vain. 
She's funny. never gonna love me, bro. <laughs> but, you, no, no, you know, KG in that moment did not know you'd be sitting here with so Natalie right to tell her that story. You Darren Henson and Keith uh, and Keisha. Oh yeah, my no, that. it was again that for me, and that's the last I think that's that one the last That's Flowology. That's the yeah. last I mean, obviously I had I have three solo albums after that, but that's the last Flowetry album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, man. Raheem oh. Devon has the last Flowetry song, Marathon, on his album. That was the last song that we cut all together, but, but Flowology was the last Flowetry album. Would you just say, just on the close of the Flowetry stuff, would you say that now you're in a place where you're healed from just everything that's Journey. Oh, in that thing there? And would there, is there ever, because you know, I know she's been asked a few times, but is there ever a time when you lot could probably, you know, like, not that draw a line on it, but, you know, come together or just it's, be... There's two individual people, so I'm only going to answer for yeah. myself. Mars mm. is, Mars is, her own person, you yeah. know, it's drawn yeah. for me, mm. you know, mm-hmm. it's drawn along. And I, I, I don't mean, it's not Neo Soul Beef talk, which is funny because we always, <laughs> Neo we Soul always Beef. used to, we Neo used to Soul crack Beef jokes about crazy. that. Marshall and I used to crack jokes about that. And I didn't realize that we would end up being the Neo Soul Beef, but we used to crack jokes about that, you know. Um, A Neo Soul diss track would be absolutely insane. <laughs> it would be I positive. Can't believe, <laughs> it would be I positive. can't believe. I think you should look after yourself. <laughs> look how um, misguided you've become actually, on the show. Yeah, I might have cut it actually believe. on one of my solo records. <laughs> soul. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, there is no beef. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Unfortunately, I think just because people love Flowetry so much, and like I said, Flowetry is my baby. Marsha was a solo artist before Flowetry. And there's, if you listen to Marsha's solo music, it's quite different from Flowetry. Yeah. So I think there's a side of it where people just piss her off by mm. going on about it so much. Going on about it <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't feel like I need to draw a line. I, mm. I don't operate in that. I, I, mm. You know, who am I? You know, it's whatever the Lord deems to, to be what it is. Like I say, I have three solo albums. I'm putting a project out this year. Drop a I just want to grab this year. Drop another one. You know, there's more work. I believe deeply that an artist has to live in order to create. Yes, absolutely so, true. I can't. I learned a lot. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I learned a lot. You know, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't. Um, like I said, there was a moment where I accepted mm. that what I knew as flowetry had run its course, right? Mm-hmm. Just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, sometimes you got, you got to stop jumping in the way of bullets, you know, yeah. when you're, you're, you're not listening to better judgment, like your, your conscience, the yeah. Lord, the presence of God, everything's yeah. letting you know, this, you know, this isn't for you. Right. Mm. It's, it's going to go a different rate. And I, I remember sitting down thinking to myself, I, this is rock bottom, right? Because I, I, I was, oh, I was living, everything was happening. And I realized, shit, I got to go back to England. Mm. <laughs> love that family's there yeah. wonderful but we go back to the fact that i'm like they don't celebrate black excellence oh. you know? and america felt like narnia to me yeah of course right in america i've got i'm, I'm queen yeah yeah <laughs> influences so i gotta come back and just be Natalie, you know? Right, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Nat? Straight back into that. Oh, right, darling. Right, Nat. <laughs> I, I'll cut it this, this straight. I'm the last student of the year at the Brit School. I've never had a Brit Award nomination. 
That's mental. Um, I've got seven yeah. Grammy nominations That's and a mental. Grammy, and I've never had a mobile nomination. So That's this interesting. Is, this is this is just the mm. reality of yeah, things, yeah. right? But it's how you tell That's yourself mental, the story. Though. That's insane. It's how you tell yourself the story. You know, um, it's 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 what's for you. So when I humbled myself into that moment and I remembered how I'd got there. Mm that I, this has all been divine. Mm-hmm. I went into my prayer space and I was like, I remember this. I remember Job and I thought to myself, I want to drop on the my knees right Job. now and rip my shirt and say, why me? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't want to get answered. <laughs> With more tests. <laughs> no, nah, Lord, take me off that list. I didn't, didn't want to get answered, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead I humbled myself and what came out was, you have my attention. Mm. Talk about getting carried away and, mm. and taken away with stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, you have my attention. And what I received back was, so are you still blessed? And I was like, yes. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's like loving your primary school, you know, then you got to go juniors, you know, yeah. loving your junior, got to go second day, loving mm-hmm. what you know is what you know, isn't yeah. it? But do you trust your life? And if you've been so blessed, who the hell are you to not walk forward with some form of confidence? Mm. Fear is healthy. Upset is healthy. I I believe that every emotion deserves to be felt. I really do. I I think the worst thing you can do in your life is deny that you're upset or pretend that you're not. Oh, you know, Mm. like. It's not that deep, man. It's not that deep. (laughs) You know? So I, I, I dealt with it. Mm. I dealt with the fact that I knew I was going to miss it. Yeah. I loved that, man. I love this. Listen, loved it. And if you ever came to one of my gigs, you would know that I loved it. Mm. I gave everything on the stage. I gave everything in the studio. I believe that you should create with intention, not expectation. I believe that expectation is where all the pain lies, you know? So That's very real. I continued. I, I feel blessed to be an artist. I feel blessed to be a poet. I know as a poet, I can't just be in limos and go into award shows. I can do it. But if I'm not in my community, if my niece isn't better off off of me being in her family, then mm. what the hell am I doing? If, That's the if, if all of my stuff just goes into me, then who the hell am I? You know. So when the Lord said, go home, I went home now. I'm saying it in mm. hindsight. Mm, yeah, the moment must have been in a the bit. pain the mo- getting home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt it's the a moment. rough flight. It's a rough flight. Mm. I felt the moment I was, I was mute. Yeah. What's going on? You know? Yeah. And then you've got all the people, you know, England, Everything's- England ready for you know, Eddie the Eagle, man. Did you, did you fail? Did yeah. You, did you? And then you're dealing with people who have nowhere near. Yeah. Your yeah. experience going. Talking you know, crazy. One of my favorite. One of my favorites is when people say to me, "You still doing music yet?" Kind of felt that. When, kinda when you say doing music, what doing do you music, mean? Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I humility is great. You know mm-hmm. it 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 gives you more. I, I I write every day or every other day, and I and I pour into people. So my artistry. I always know comes around. So you get to my solo albums, you know, um, 
um, my first solo album, Floetic Soul, came out in 2010. I didn't even I didn't even expect solo music. I I, I didn't see it. Mm. You mm. know, I had a ball making my first solo album. Breathe was all the healing I needed. Um, forever with, with, with music, Soul Child. Um, these songs, I, I had more. Wow, great. I made my second solo album, um, Flowetry Rebirth. I, I wanted to celebrate 10 years of Flowetry and I was going to do it no matter what. I'm celebrating it because yeah. that's what I believe in. Mm. I believe in that. So I celebrated it, you know? Mm. Uh, my third solo album, Rise of a Phoenix Mermaid, came out in in... 2014. Was there one that you did with your partner? Was there... Oh, I've got an album that we're yeah. just about to drop yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, very much so. And my, my, you know, even even that, you know, my my partner Robbie Maddox, um, former Stone Roses drummer, that's mental. Um, <laughs> the only black man who's ever been an equal member of a rock band, you know, um, MD for Rebel MC. Um, if I get into, you know, he's 30 years deep in this thing. The, the, the blessed, the, he's a multi-instrumentalist, mm. musician extraordinaire, but also executive, you know, producer. All them remixes we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. The, um, he was doing those, you know, into the 90s. Mm, um, he produced the opening and closing um, ceremony of the Commonwealth Games in 2000 and. 12 in Manchester, you know, he's, he's him, he's, he's, him. he's, he's him, right? <laughs> so in terms of the conversations that we're able to have, just stay close to the mic. Excuse me. We're, we're two anomalies yeah. in that yeah. way. So the, the, the fact that literally when I, when I met my partner in 2015, after the first, when I brought Flowetry home on the first Flowetry reunion tour, when I met him, I was like, that's why. And everything, the past, I, I, you know, the beautiful thing about the past is it's happened. Yeah. Mm. There's a time in life where it's happening <laughs> and every day you wake up yeah. and it's, God. <laughs> yeah. it's still it's happening, right? It's still happening. <laughs> it's still happening. And then one day it's happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, oh, and nice. there's, and there's more. So, I only see celebration. I only see achievement. I only see success. And, I, and I'm adamant mm. to celebrate that. Good. Amen. Adamant. I've got a question. Given everything you've experienced on this journey, you know, with Flowetry and the journey you've been on in life, like, you know, I look at me and KG, mm -hmm. we've been like a partnership for a while before these pods go to a radio yeah. show. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's my brother. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not someone who aligns with people. I'm happy to roll on my own. What advice do you have for young groups? Do you know what I mean in general in terms of like maintaining yourself spiritually balanced as a creative, your true to like your authenticity to your, like your artistic voice, mm. being on a path with somebody else yeah. and what that looks like. Transparency and honesty is everything. You know, you, your, your circle doesn't need to be huge, but you need to be able to look each other in the eye. And that doesn't mean everything you're going to say is going to, Marsha came to me one day and said, Dr. Dre wants to sign me. Mm. What that means to me and what that means to her. Two different, two different things. Two different mm. things. But I'll be damned if I'm supposed to say to her, how dare you? That's yeah. a, I know what Dr. Dre means to her. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to figure out what man <laughs> <laughs> my own feelings yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can't you can't crush someone else's thing you know yeah. you, you, honesty is better it's yeah. better to just know you know so there was a while where I didn't know and, and that was harder than knowing yeah. you know mm. um, truly wanting the best for each other is very important yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. You know, you said for young groups, there's, there's a side of youth that is just youth, right? So the human brain stops growing at 25, right? And the last part of that to grow is the part that connects sense. with memories and sense <laughs> and being yeah. able to measure. Mm -hmm. I was 21 when I moved to America, right? Mm. I was 23 when my first album came out. 24 when my second album came out, mm. right? 26 when my, we were young. Mm. So what you want from the world, you should probably give yourself. Forgiveness, understanding, you know, those type of things are very important. You know, when you're very young and you deal with mass success, that's a lot. Yeah. In, in and of itself, you know? Um, like I said, Creating with intention rather than expectation is very important. Humbling yourself to education. Far too often in the arts, people act like it's just a thing. Vibes. Yeah. You know, we went to America. I mean, shit, every time I walked out into an underground car park, I was like, shit, Terminator. You know, <laughs> uh, it, it, we walked into this place that's quite cutthroat. Mm. And we had dollar signs on our head. Mm. The, the ability to do, if you don't know your worth, mm. if you don't know what your worth means to someone else, like it means something to you, to somebody else, it means, where's the calculator? Mm -hmm. You know, being aware of that. Yeah. I remember when I signed my first publishing deal, I was just like, you gotta, you gotta read your contracts. I don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> All that was, legal terminology. I thought I was being deep, you know? Mm -hmm. Going yep. to TLC, TLC, you know? Like <laughs> humbling yourself to the fact that you need to study, that you need to learn. Your manager's supposed to work for you. You're not supposed to work for your manager. You know, relationships are so mm. important. Learning though, this idea of everyone does everything by themselves. Nobody does shit yeah. by mm. themselves. Mm -hmm respecting your team. Look at what we were just saying earlier about- About Wale and his perfectionism. Yeah. Wale's perfectionism. Yeah. You know, what everyone brings. I love collaboration. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm. a sucker for it. Yeah. I love the fact that I know what I have to do. I got it. Yeah. 100%. I work on it hard. Like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. But I also know I want to meet an incredible lighting engineer. Mm -hmm. That's their thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I also yeah. That's know, their gift. <laughs> I, yeah, and yeah. then I want to learn from that gift. I, so it gets to a point now where I go somewhere and I go, hey, hey. That's not what it needs to look like. Have mm. you got one of those um, complexion machines? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you not spoken to my friend Wale? <laughs> Let me get Wale. Because little... Why are you starting to shoot before holding that thing in front of my face? We're not, we're not doing anything until Wale gets here. <laughs> right? And yeah. you learn. Yeah. Say, for instance, with music, 
There are so many people. Look, star energy is star energy. There's something about a front person, right? There's something great about them. Quite often, background vocalists are better singers than lead vocalists, right? Yeah. Yes. But lead vocalists and lead vocalists. Yeah. But especially for the spoken artist, yeah, whether you, whether you buy into this title rapper or you liberate yourself over standing you're a poet, right? If you don't sit down or know a musician, but you do music, you're confused. If you've never sat in a room of musos, bass player, guitarist, drummer, if you've never learnt from genius musicians, then really and truly, if you get burnt in the end, you get burnt. If you're not thinking about what it is to be in their world, those 10,000 plus hours that they put into mastering that and you just want a DJ behind you and you're going to knock out all of the, if you haven't learned and you haven't, I've had music go through me. I had, my brother had a sound system, like for his um, CDT, yeah, I'm taking you back, his CDT exam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he made a speaker box. <laughs> well, that's when they announced the madness. <laughs> That's when they last With LED trace. lights yeah, 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 that go yeah, across yeah. the top and a lion of judo on it. I remember it. <laughs> a lion of you know? judo, you know. The first time I held a microphone was on my brother's sound system, right? That, that's, that's, that's music. I said, my yeah. mom's like a selector. That's music. Mm. My uncle was, you know. This um, was destined. Yeah, absolutely. All, I'm, all I'm hearing music. is destined. That's all wax. Mm. When I started to work with bands, you know, Again, I know what I do. I'm a, I'm a trained performer. I'm yeah. tra trained in, in theatrical arts, but I'm, I'm trained in performance, right? Mm -hmm. Take that very seriously. But I sat and I listened to geniuses, Eric Tribbett, Ty Tribbett, Terry Tribbett, Paris Bowens, God rest his soul, um, Tremaine Walker, God rest his soul, Dwayne, I can, I can go on and on and on and on and on, Spanky, Boots, my, these these people, when people say they love flowetry, we want to talk about flowetry taking yeah. America. The bands that I stood on stage with, mm -hmm. Jeff Bradshaw, I can literally go on and on and on. I, I, the truth is enough for me. Yeah. The fact that they're a part of my story, I, that's not going to get lost. I'm yeah. not going to try and tell you some story about how I did everything by myself mm -hmm. you know my our last my last question our last question really then and i wouldn't ask you what would you say to your young self because you don't seem like someone that would do that like you're learning from you now i listen to my young self i ask my young <laughs> self what would she say to me now but go ahead okay okay <laughs> so, all right that's well that's the that that'd be the perfect question then instead what are you what's your young self saying to you right now because i know there's so much journey left you know there's so much more Absolutely. this is not a finished story yeah, she's saying there's more to do. Where are your books? <laughs> yeah. For real? <laughs> yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, she's high-fiving me. Mm. She likes where we are. Mm. Good. Um, it's exciting. Like I said, you know, Big Up J.I.V., my dear friend, has just won the first two back-to-back, -back, the first two spoken word albums. <laughs> Uh, poetry album Grammys. Yeah? I'm, a, I'm a big fan of J.I.V. Like I was Def Jam Poetry. I remember you, her story. 
Bro, oh, I used to be tapped into Def Jam poetry. Like, people don't even really know about my spoken word side. Yeah, because you're hitting it from us. You're hitting it from us. I'm yeah. looking for that seat, bro. I will be <laughs> no, going round. Listen, there's a, I, I say to the poets that I mentor, you need to look at stand-up comedians. You need to use the spoken word stage Absolutely. in the same way that a, a, a stand-up comedian takes the stage and tries oh. out work. Tries it out until you get to your special, until you get Absolutely. to your show. Far too often as poets, we think that's it. It's like, no, do a part of it. If your poem's seven minutes long and you've got a two-minute slot, do a part of it. How, does the, how do the people take it? Then that's some, that might be a play. Mm. You know, that might be something more than just that, you know? So there's a, there's a very deep relationship between the, the, the comic that's and real. the poet. Me and Lionheart. You know Lionheart? Do I know Me, Lionheart? Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Original flow poet. Of course. Yes. Me and him, we used to have a, we used to be tight back in the day. Mm. Like we, we didn't perform together, but mm. we talk poetry. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I, I'd see elements in his game and I'd be like, right, like that there's something in this space. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that, the, yeah. the ability to speak, mm. the ability to speak, to walk into a room and to feel uh, confident yeah. to have a conversation, forget performance poetry. I often say to people, I can't imagine my life without writing. I wouldn't want to. Um, it's a very tiny percentage of what I write that I share. Mm. Writing is how I live. It's how I look after my mental health. It's how I develop. Mm. It's how I get past forgetting who I am and why I am and what I am. You know, sometimes, sometimes you want to, I don't know, let's say you've got a, a problem with a parent, mm. right? And you need to deal with this kind of, you know, this closure idea mm. they might have a problem with their parent who had a problem with their parent but the, the world has been corrupt for a long time you know it didn't start the other day there's a lot of trauma yeah. so if you're thinking that someone else is supposed to break their healing process just yeah, to listen you. to yours then mm. it's not necessarily gonna go like that so writing for me is a way to meet yourself greet yourself know yourself be honest. We live in a world where until very recently, you know, to get a degree, you had to learn lies. You know, Christopher Columbus discovered America. You know, you, you, you know better, but you've got to. You got to write that down. Write that to get the A, you mm. know. So it's a very strange world with honesty and writing is a way to be honest. Like I said, every feeling deserves to be felt. So to be able to get through stuff. So this this art of poetry, I don't just see it as all these magnificent, and I mean, I've told you this much of, of mm. incredible stories that continue. Yeah. You know, it hasn't yeah. stopped. You yeah. know, there's, there's more and more and more. It doesn't stop. But to be able to be honest with yourself and to recognize the reason why these things are called God's gift is because they are gifts from God. And, and what are they for? As I say to the poets I mentor, you are your first audience. If you, if you think you've written a poem because the, the world needs it, then are you not part of the world? Mm-hmm. Are you listening to your work? Are you growing? Are you writing the same song over and over again? Are you writing the same poem? Are you got the same, like, God bless her, Mary, I love you, Mary J. Blige, but you mm-hmm. know, that's a long time. Of the pain. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really, I didn't that's want a that. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, for myself. And again, I salute you, Mary, you know, doing that thing. But, don't you want to get to the end of it? I used to, as a kid. And she's got happy and people wanted to go back to They wanted her back in the set era. Listen, she is happy. She's yeah. a successful human yeah. being, you know? 
But people ask for the same yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Look at Amy Winehouse, God rest her soul. You know? Yeah. You want me to sing the songs about becoming an addict. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's real. Yeah, and then so you want real. me to get past it. Well, here's my new stuff. No, give us the pain. Mm. I, I, I don't believe in that art comes from pain. Art comes from worship and celebration and rejoice and survival and Amen. making it through and being on the other side. And I, you know, I, I see myself as a solutionary. I look for solutions. We can, we can go down into the muck, but until we get to the everything's going to be all right bridge, I'm not done. Amen. We have to, <laughs> on, on that note, we have to do a studio. Let's do the studio clap. <laughs> Literally, thank you. So, no, honestly, like, Thank you so much for coming. For real. I'm like, yeah. it's, I, I'm even more happy with the voice note that I sent him when you responded to our first video. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is the person that was meant to meet. I think 100%, there's man. so much knowledge. I, I've taken away a lot. I've learned so this, much today. Definitely. This, you know, mm, and definitely. Again, just come away with just admiration of yourself as oh, well. bless you. You're like an amazing, amazing woman, but a really amazing speaker. So thank you for Big blessing facts, us, man. man. Give thanks. Thank you for having can me. You, can, you, can you tell Javi, yeah, his verse on Jay-Z and Kanye West, Never Let Me Down? Yeah, man. Damn, they changed my life. Listen. My rhythmic regiment navigates melodic notes for your soul and your mental. That's why I'm instrumental. Oh, my. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's in my head. Yes. Ivy. All right, now I'm in the room. You, that's like, you, you know what's even better? He's an amazing person, which yeah. is great, you know. Um, Ivy has just worked so hard behind the scenes as a member of the Grammy board to separate out audio books, comedy albums, and spoken word. All right. That is why we now have a spoken word Grammy. Wow. He has won the first two. I'm on his last album on a track called We Live In. Um, I'll send it to please, you so you can, please. You can check that out. I was just talking to Ivy yesterday. Um, so, you know, more projects. I got another project coming out this year. Um, really looking forward to that. You know what's great about being an artist? You see, if you're an athlete, it's, your, your twitch is going to go. You, you know the game more. Yeah, yeah but you just can't. <laughs> but you're not as fast. You can't jump as high. And there's some kid who's learnt your moves <laughs> and is going to come in and with he's it. getting you out of here. Right? And it's like, <laughs> Travis found out when he you know, just like, <laughs> I tried to get back into basketball this last year, boy. Listen, listen. Them young kids weren't playing just with me at the, all. Go to the local recce. Just shoot around, yeah? Um, but, you know, the great thing about being an artist is you get better. That's right. You, you get better. If you can survive the experience, that's... Which is your responsibility to survive the experience. I hope you lot are listening. This Absolutely. is this is the key part. Yeah, you know, because right. you have to beat your own pessimism. Yeah, you have to. You know, after you've been through it all, and then you go, "Well, this is what happens, and that's what happens." And you have to beat your pessimism. Mm -hmm. Prince said to me, "You know, it's going to take you ten years to own yourself." He said, "Don't worry about it. That's just as long as it takes. But once you own yourself, like how I own myself." You could do whatever you want to do. And you know what? He said that to me in like 2004. And 2014, I put out my last solo album. And, and I owned myself by then. You That's know? Hard. It's just a part That's of the hard. process. That's hard. So... Hey, bro, I'm going. My wife ain't even ready for the deep passage <laughs> for that door. I'm getting. I'm hitting her with quotables. <laughs> you know, it's gonna take ten years to own yourself. You know, 
Right now, I don't even listen. <laughs> how, many, how many years into knowing yourself do you think you are? Yeah. Have, you, have you beat your own pessimism yet? <laughs> like, who have you spoken to? Nah, 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 nah. Listen, another big round of applause. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Look, don't forget to like and subscribe. What an episode. Hope you got blessed as much as we have been. Mm-hmm. Till next time. Peace. We're out of here.